Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number seven and glad to have you here and just real briefly I'll mention some of the topics that I'd like to cover today for you guys. One is Google authorship, another is something called PLR blogs which I'll explain exactly what that is. Another is the Fulfilled by Amazon program. And then towards the end, I'll give you a tip on how to check your website for broken links. But uh, without further ado, we'll uh, jump right in on the content. But first, before we do that, I have a couple of items that I need to mention. And I'm super excited to have another five-star review on iTunes. Thank you, Jesse. I'll go ahead and read that for you now. First off, I love the show. I listened to all the episodes today while at work. It's refreshing to hear from a guy that is closer to my situation. I mean, I love Pat Flynn and his story is awesome, but honestly, he's in another world when it comes to passive online income. I'm glad I can get in on the ground floor, so to speak, where I can see some of your progress through the process and hopefully hit the Pat Flynn level one day. I posted a message for you on your site. Hopefully we can connect in the near future. Jesse, thank you very much, Jesse. And uh, yes, I saw your comment, replied to your comment, and glad to have you on board. Super excited. Thank you so much for the five-star review on iTunes. And if any of you out there are new to the show or would just like to uh, leave a quick review, you can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated, and you will get a shout-out on the show as well. And along those same lines, I'd like to thank some of my recent email subscribers as well, really quick. That is Chris, Andrew, Bruno, Robert, Mike, Gerhard, and Scott. Thank you very much for subscribing, and really appreciate having you guys here. So this week I wanted to get started, and I uh, wanted to mention real briefly, I did plan to put out a podcast episode last Monday, and if you're new to the show, I will be for the most part, publishing podcast episodes uh, first thing on Monday morning. So that's when you could expect to see a new one. And I'm trying, I'm committing to doing it every two weeks, but I'm trying to do it every week. But uh, last week I was waiting for a response from uh, someone, and that will be mentioned in the PLR blog segment, but uh, I was waiting to hear back from someone on some details, and uh, unfortunately haven't heard back from the person, so couldn't uh, do the full episode like I wanted to. Um, I, if I'm going to recommend something, I'm going to make sure that uh, the person is responsive. They have some sort of level of support in case you guys need any help. And unfortunately, since I haven't received any uh, feedback back from that person in over two weeks, I can't uh, really wholeheartedly recommend anything as far as that goes, but uh, we'll get more into that shortly. But at any rate, you can expect up new episodes on Mondays at least every two weeks. But uh, like I said, hopefully we can uh, put that out on a weekly basis, but uh, for sure by every two weeks. So let's get started. Um, real quickly, I wanted to mention too, if you're looking to branch out and uh, network with other people in your particular niche, you know, a lot of you are here, so you're probably in the internet marketing or make money online niche. And uh, if you're looking to branch out, one way that you might be able to do that is through local meetup groups. And I did that this week and met up with a local WordPress meetup group here uh, where I live in Northeast Florida. And it's actually, it was actually a great experience. I kind of expected it would be, you know, when you get out and get out of your comfort zone a little bit and uh, 
get to meet people that are interested in similar things and uh, meet face to face adds an additional dimension. It's I love interacting with you guys via email or on the blog via comments, Facebook, Twitter, anything like that. But it adds an additional level when you see someone face to face across the table. And um, that particular meetup was in regards to WordPress plugins and. I had recently done a podcast episode about WordPress plugins, but these were all based around most of the guys or girls in the room actually create WordPress sites for clients or they have a a position or a job that actually has something to do with WordPress. So they had plugins that were focused on making additional money for clients or increasing interaction for clients. So a lot of them were paid plugins. They weren't necessarily promoting them or anything as an affiliate. It was just, you know, kind of showing you some of the plugins that they utilize. I haven't actually had a chance to go through the full list and see if there's any that would be beneficial to myself or you guys. A lot of them, like I said, were um, Gravity Forms was one that I know a lot of people use, but... uh, it's if you're trying to get information from customers and things like that. One of them was um, like a, what's the term? Um, it's escaping me right now. Uh, appointment system. So if like one of the sites that they demoed was a dentist site. So if anybody wanted to set up dental appointments or things like that, they had a system where it would take information from forms and depending on what they typed in, it could populate uh, behind the scenes database or something and, and you know keep contacts and set up appointments and things like that so, so a lot of them might not necessarily apply to us working on different niche sites but if I do go through that list and find any that uh, I think would be beneficial to you guys I'll certainly pass them along but it was a really great experience and they do the meetings monthly and there's other groups locally like there's a startup group locally and the scene around town, at least here locally, is expanding and startups are becoming big. There's a um, something called OneSpark, which is a uh, crowdfunding startup type thing that's going to be in town next week. It's a second annual. So there's a lot of interesting things. Um, you might want to just check out your local scene if you're in a you know, semi-decent sized city. If you're in the middle of nowhere, it might be tough, but you could always start your own group and see if uh, anybody else is out there. And that's a great way to just kind of network and see if you can find some other people locally that are doing similar things. And uh, that can just be one more way to make connections and, uh, you know, find somebody to not only help you out, but potentially mentorship opportunities or you can help them out. It's just a really good experience and something if you haven't uh, considered doing, you might want to check that out. You can just go to meetup.com and search for whatever you might be looking for in your local area. And uh, with that, I'll go right into Google authorship this week. And that's something I've been aware of but kind of avoided, uh, but I am no longer avoiding it, and there's a reason for that. I found out with my Forever Affiliate site, And if you've been following along, Forever Affiliate is a program that you go through to learn affiliate marketing from scratch if you don't have any idea on how to find affiliate products to promote, how you want to set up your websites, uh, how to get backlinks, and then ultimately, hopefully, how to get sales. That's a great program. You can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash forever, and uh, you can check out further details about that. But uh, I have one site that's had eight sales and a little over $300 in commissions. And what I found was when I'm checking my rankings recently in the last few weeks 
is that I've gone maybe down one or two spots. So for the particular term I'm trying to rank for most, I was at uh, number five in Google on the first page. And what I found was I was bumped down to number six by a particular person that had a Google authorship picture and link. And his particular post was terrible. I mean, it was one of those spammy posts that had nothing of value adding anything to anybody that might be looking to purchase that product. So it was a particularly terrible piece of content. However, I think Google Authorship had given him some precedence because I did not have Google Authorship on that site, but he did. So his picture was showing whether it's a fake or real picture is irrelevant, but it has his name, a picture, and um, that adds some trust for the reader. It, it does for me, too. I find that if I do see a picture and a name, I'm more likely to click on that after all other things being equal. If, you know, two articles had the same title, I will click on that picture link probably first. So I do understand the purpose behind it, and I do understand what Google's trying to do. But unfortunately, in cases like this, it appears people are just trying to scam the system and it's working. So... If you can't beat them, join them. So what I did on that particular Forever Affiliate site, I added Google Authorship. It is not my name. It is not my face. It is a an avatar of who I think would be someone that would relate most to someone that would be searching for this particular product. So it is a female avatar name. So in this particular product, it definitely would be, I, I think, more female-centric. So it makes more sense to do that. And um, it does take a couple of weeks. I enabled it, I think, three to four weeks ago. And the first week, I didn't notice anything. So when I searched for posts on my site in Google, I found the post, but I did not see any name or picture next to it as far as Google authorship goes. About two weeks into it, I did see the name of that avatar showing in the post, so there was a name but no picture. And uh, just yesterday I checked, and I do see now the picture, the name, and uh, everything listed there next or uh, right underneath the article. So that is something that is working and does work. It just takes a little bit of time. And uh, what Google will tell you, and I did some searches on how long it takes for the name to show up in the pictures and maybe why they may not show up necessarily. And it says that Google determines if it's going to add value to your readers by putting your picture and your name underneath a particular post. So you may actually see some posts that have your picture and name. Some may just have your name and some may have neither. Um, whatever Google determines is going to best benefit your readers. And my guess is that over time, if you're publishing regularly and you have um, regular updates to your site, I think the majority of your posts will probably have your authorship next to it. I think initially what could happen is they want to make sure that you're not trying to scam the system. So if you just have one post and you have a picture, Potentially they may not uh, put your picture and name there, but um, like I said, in the particular case of the person that uh, outranked me, that isn't necessarily the case. So I didn't think that added any value at all. In fact, I thought it was deceptive because you're liable to click on that more often, but you're getting to a link that really did not add any value in my opinion. So I think most of your posts and pictures will... I'm sorry, most of your posts and uh, pages will show Google authorship over time. Uh, just give it a couple of weeks and it uh, will show up. So 
that's just one quick tip to give you a leg up potentially because a lot of people aren't necessarily using that just yet. It is definitely picking up in popularity. I'm sure you've seen it when you do Google searches. You'll see pictures and names a lot more than you used to. So it's definitely something it's real easy to enable depending I have the uh, thesis theme so I added it via a uh, additional script you just go to a particular setting in my thesis and uh, add the uh, Google authorship information in there but there's multiple plugins that you can add all you got to do is link to your Google Plus profile and uh, it's really easy to enable so something if you feel comfortable doing that, uh, it's definitely something you can do. And uh, all you really need is a uh, Gmail account is the easiest way. Set up a quick Google Google Plus profile and you're off and running. And uh, that's pretty much it. So I will move next into the PLR blogs. And that was going to be my topic for last week had I heard back from that particular person. But what a PLR blog is, it's a private label rights blog and that's just the term the private label rights is definitely a term that's um, used throughout the industry but he labeled his particular products PLR blogs and what that means is he's basically giving you full rights if you purchase these blogs from him which are prepackaged you can purchase packs of 10 and they're affiliate style blogs and they come with 10 individual articles each. Uh, They include some links to YouTube videos. All the graphics and banners are included. And um, everything, the PLR rights give you the ability to turn around and resell the sites on a site like Flippa. He has a couple of stipulations that he wants you to change some of the content and things like that. But in general, it's basically giving you full rights to everything that has to do with the um, blog package that he's selling you. And it sounded like a great idea because for me, one of my I know one of my shortcomings is graphic design. So if you're looking for a really interactive, awesome looking, highly visually appealing site, it's going to take me a lot longer. I'm going to need to outsource some of that to somebody else. So I like the looks of this guy's sites. He sells PLR packs in packs of 10 and um, he's I think he sold over 300 different sites so I guess 30 different PLR PLR packs and this is through the um, warrior forums I'm sure you're probably familiar with that but um, the bottom line was I thought it was pretty cool they sell for I think it was $19.95 for a pack of 10 so basically for two dollars you're getting a fully functional website and um Obviously, there's multiple other people, probably hundreds of other people that have purchased these packs. And a lot of them, he's been doing it, I think, since 2011 or 2012. So a lot of these are old, out of date, as far as, you know, several hundred people have probably purchased them since then. So first thing you'd want to do is completely rewrite all the uh, 10 articles that come with it, or perhaps just use 10 of your own articles and just use the... um, website shell as you know your reason for purchasing them so they come with two clickbank products listed on there and basically with the um, setup that these plr blogs are the way they're set up you just go into the um, theme and you populate your own affiliate link for those two products in a couple of different spots and pretty much you're up and running change the content for the posts and then work on building backlinks. But the issue comes into play is that hundreds of other people may just 
basically pop those sites online and they have the same content. So with duplicate content, you're definitely going to want to avoid that. So you'd want to change the articles up front before you publish a site, which you can do. And it's a relatively easy process. And I had I had started to detail the entire process and list out all the different um, blog topics that he, that he lists for sale. However, I had him some questions regarding the uh, theme that comes with it. It looks like it comes with a Woo theme that was called Headlines, and it looks like he changed it a bit and customized it. But it's a great little theme, and from what I saw, if you go to Woo Themes and try to purchase just one theme, it was about 80 bucks from what I saw. So the fact that you're getting this PLR blog pack with 10 blogs set up with that theme... I just wasn't, even though he says you have full rights to use the theme wherever you want, even on your own individual sites, I had some questions and concerns. If normally it costs you $80 to purchase that theme, does he definitely have the ability to allow you to resell it like that and use it, you know, as you care to? And I had a couple of technical questions. So I sent him a message on the Warrior forums. I sent him a direct email that was provided in the uh, PLR blog pack that I purchased. And I haven't heard back from him in two weeks. So if that's the case, if I find that something I'm trying to recommend, like web hosting, for example, or anything like that, and um, if I recommend something, generally it's because I've used the product, I've had interactions with the support team, even if it's just to reach out and make sure that somebody answers the phone, somebody's there, somebody responds within a you know timely basis, a day or two on email. Just want to make sure that uh, if somebody else were to purchase something through any of my links, that they're going to get a, as good of an experience that I have. So in this particular case, unfortunately, due to the fact that he's not responded, I cannot wholeheartedly recommend this particular person or the uh, PLR blog packs, but it's something interesting, and I'm going to link to an example or two of the sites. So I think that's the biggest takeaway, really. If you're looking for ideas on how to create a website, what it should look like as far as affiliate product goes, products go, and you're looking for some good examples, I will link to that uh, in the show notes, which uh, for all the podcasts, by the way, if you go to nichesitetools.com forward slash the number of the episode, so in this case, it would be forward slash the number seven, and you'll see the show notes and anything related to what I'm talking about on any of the podcast episodes. So in those show notes, I will link to at least uh, two of the different examples. He has demos of each of the sites in each of the blog packs. So you'll see examples of at least 20 sites, and uh, they all look very similar, but they all look very visually appealing to me. If if I had went to any of these sites, there's something that I think are really engaging, really look good from a, um aesthetics perspective. So I think they're a great example of what you might want to try to focus your efforts on as far as affiliate sites goes. And uh, just listing off some of the topics might give you ideas on what you could choose for as far as your niche site and uh, affiliate topics. So I think it'll be helpful. Unfortunately, I can't uh, really endorse it at this point. If I do hear from him and get answers to some of my questions, I will be sure to do a future blog post about that uh, in more detail. But uh, just thought I would mention that and mention that that was the plan for last week, but uh, didn't work out. So... At any rate, we will move on to the next topic, which is something I'm really excited about and uh, intrigued about, and I kind of wanted to actually mention it to see if any of you guys out there have uh, experimented with this, and that is the Fulfilled by Amazon program. And what that means is basically that you will ship products to Amazon, 
and they will ship the products to the customer. So they take care of the logistics as far as shipping, when a customer orders, if they have any issues with the order process, shipping, um, delays in shipping, problems with shipping, etc. So that takes um, one of the factors out of the equation as far as if you're selling on Amazon. But recently I became aware of the Fulfilled by Amazon program in two different scenarios. And one of them was on Pat Flynn's podcast, and I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And uh, that particular person, and actually it was a couple, were doing basically scouring their local area for ads or clearance items. And uh, for instance, Walmart, Target, things like that. And they would go around their local area and let's say they found a particular beach chair, for example, and they could, uh, on clearance, they could buy this beach chair for $10. And they knew that either through tools that they utilize or through their research that similar chairs are going for $30 on Amazon. What they'll do is they'll go to all of their local stores within, say, an hour radius, actually go there, shop, purchase as many of these particular products that they could, and bring them back to their house, label them, uh, package them how Google or not Google Amazon requires and then they'll ship it to Amazon and they'll sell it for $30 maybe they'll make you know after their shipping fees and packaging and all that maybe they'll make $10 on each particular product and they'll continue doing that for multiple products and they do this on a weekly basis so that's something where the uh, wife in this particular situation lost her job and uh, she is she was able to completely replace her income, and her husband is looking to uh, do that full-time as well. So that appealed to me a little bit as far as the idea is something I wasn't aware of, but because I live in a condo and I do not have an area to store inventory and things like that, and it, I cannot stand shopping, it is uh, something that I absolutely hate doing, and uh, my wife doesn't really enjoy it either, so... That whole concept of how that particular way works didn't appeal to me in that aspect. I wouldn't have the room to store inventory, wouldn't have the desire to you know, do packaging and basically be in a little assembly line. So that particular method didn't appeal to me. But shortly afterwards, I follow Chris Guthrie from EntrepreneurBoost.com. And recently he started a, um, he sells the Easy Azon plugin and he has some, uh, a lot of experience and a lot of success with the Amazon affiliate program selling products and he's you know made a six-figure income doing so previously and he sold sites that focus on Amazon affiliate type uh, products and affiliate type methods so he really knows what he's doing I've been following him for since I started and recently he mentioned that he had someone that he ran into that was making over six figures through the Fulfilled by Amazon program. And in actuality, I think it was the last month that this one guy and his partner, if I'm correct, that they had over 200000 So each of them individually was probably splitting uh, over $200,000 in a single month. So I'm not talking about years here. I'm talking about months. So that definitely, you know, it's a, it's a headline that will obviously grab your attention, which is you know, why it grabbed my attention. So I checked it out further and he had a webinar or actually a podcast episode, I'm sorry, that uh, initially where he was detailing this guy's story and uh, it was 
really pretty amazing. And um, what basically what they do in this particular case is it's the same fulfilled by Amazon program, but it's a very different process. And what he does is um, the example they gave in a follow-up webinar the other day was an exercise ball, for example. So let's say you want to sell an exercise ball. You go to a site like Alibaba, which sources um, suppliers from other countries, typically China or uh, it could be U.S. companies, but for the most part, it's uh, overseas companies, I believe. And what you do is you go there, search for exercise ball, and um, they're called private label companies. And what they what you do is you will create a logo, create a um, name for your brand, and the private label company will stamp your label on it, put your logo, and uh, basically it'll be your product. So you would have, you know, let's say I have the niche site tools exercise ball. So it'll stamp my logo on there, stamp my name on it, and rebrand it so that it's actually your product. And you would do so for, say, let's say $1 to to $3, which I looked up exercise balls. And that's kind of what they're going for on Alibaba. So you pay $1 to $3.00. Per product, there some of them have a minimum amount, let's say fifty, that you have to purchase. And then what you do is you have them. In some cases, ideally, this would be the situation. You would have them ship the product to Amazon. Amazon would then fulfill the product, and basically all you do is provide support in the form of responding to customer messages when they uh, have questions about the product on Amazon, or um, you know, you'd basically just keep up with your reviews and things like that, any questions, respond to anything anybody might be putting on there. So from that perspective, the your time pretty much is up, is up front, finding the right suppliers, getting the right relationships going, and making sure that they're delivering quality product to Amazon on time. You know, they're fulfilling all the requirements that Amazon has as far as packaging and things like that goes. And then from that point, it's pretty much a support role just to respond to uh, messages every so often on Amazon, as well as keeping up with your inventory and making sure that there's a stock of inventory. So once you get started with that, it's a matter of doing things. And what he says was in order to move up the rankings of Amazon, very similar to Google, is it is a combination of positive reviews or number of reviews as well as the amount of sales. So, you know, there's a whole uh, way too much to go into as far as, you know, how you could promote things and get things ranking in Amazon and whatnot. But the bottom line was that that sounded like a very appealing process and uh, one that I was interested in potentially pursuing further. But uh, there was a couple of downsides because obviously if you're getting a private label product, that's you know, actually your product. So when customers purchase the niche site tools exercise ball and the ball explodes or something, you're potentially on the line and you may have liability issues. So some of those things are, you know, the resistance that popped in my head right away. Well, what if somebody has an issue with the product? What if somebody wants to sue you down the road? Things like that. You know, it's your, it's my way anyway, at least in my case, that my, you know, it's throwing up resistance and something new, something you're not familiar with, so that resistance always comes into play. But knowing that when resistance comes into play, typically 
better things may be ahead. I just pushed through that. And um, Chris Guthrie had a follow-up because there was over 100 comments on that particular podcast. And lots of people had similar questions. People were doubting this guy's success and things like that. When you hear success stories like that, you know, it's some people are skeptical and it's, you know, hard to believe. But in my understanding, this guy seems 100% legit. I don't know him personally. I know Chris Guthrie. And uh, we've had the chance to, through a recent uh, consultation he did for me, he has a w, uh, Boost WP program where he's selling plugins, all of his plugins, including the Amazon Easy Azon plugin and other plugin, great plugins that they have on a subscription basis. And I signed up for the uh, initial deal on that. And uh, as a result of that, he was giving everybody a free one hour or a half hour consultation, actually, which turned into an hour. And uh, I've had interactions with him after that. So I know he's a very legit guy, very easygoing, down to earth guy. So if he's recommending this guy, I'm sure he's checked the um, particular stats that we've seen the numbers through the Amazon account through the webinars too. So I don't doubt the success that this guy's having. So my only skepticism was, you know, is there going to be a lot of upfront money? He mentioned that he started an LLC. He has liability insurance, product liability insurance. So during the recent webinar they had this week, he, um, they both answered four of my questions that I had, and they were particularly around the idea of the legal issues and things like that. And he said that initially he did not have an LLC. Initially he did not have liability insurance. So I'm not saying that's definitely the way to go. If you have the ability to do that, that's probably good to protect yourself. But like Chris Guthrie was saying, don't let all those potential barriers that you have in your head stop you from starting something like this or start stop you from starting any project, really. They said, you know, there's always time to adjust and change down the road once you start getting cash flow, once you start having a certain level of success. And then you can worry about a lot of the additional things you might need to do. So that that kind of resonated with me. That's kind of really where I was having a sticking point where I was thinking, you know, if I slap my name or a logo on something that what if something does go wrong? And that's where my mind usually goes initially. You think of, you know, all the cons and what could happen and that may delay you, that may put you aside where, you know, you you don't consider that project anymore. So in this particular case, they kind of, got rid of any of those fears that I had. So it's actually something I'm actually more interested in doing now after the recent webinar that they had this week in regards to that. And um, Chris's focus, I think he saw the uh, potential for this, and there's a training class on how to do the Amazon, Fulfilled by Amazon program that uh, this particular person had been through. And there's another one coming up, and the details are going to be coming out this week. And I'll link to the I'll link to Chris's podcast episode on this where you can get all the details. And if you are interested, I think the course is going to be somewhat expensive, so it's probably a little bit of a barrier to entry to a lot of people. I think it's going to be over $1,000 for this course, which is put on by a third-party person. But um, I think they're probably going to be affiliates for that course and provide some bonuses. So... If it's something you're considering doing, you may want to check it out. I'm not an affiliate for that. At uh, I'm not at all involved in it whatsoever, so I'm just presenting this information to you here as something you may not have considered for. Um, it's not really a niche site topic, I guess, but it is about making money online. So it's something I'm going to be looking into to see if I can find some products, and I may dip my toes in the water and uh, 
try, you know, the the guy mentioned the exercise ball as an example and exercise products and things like that. Maybe good ones like um, yoga mats, things like that. I would start with something that isn't necessarily, you know, you don't want to set start with a uh, kitchen slicer that slices meat, you know, where somebody could slice their fingers off or something like that. And then it would be really difficult to private brand or private label brand um, a product like that. You know, you're not going to be looking for appliances. You're not going to private label a refrigerator or anything like that. You're going to want to look for products that uh, they recommended that are between like 3 and $8 to purchase on a site like Alibaba that you can turn around and resell for somewhere in the $30 range. So, you want to try to make you know five to six times the cost of the product so that you can make back the cost that uh, Amazon charges, which uh, he mentioned is a 15% fee on any sales, potentially 2 to $3 for packing and shipping, and um, then any shipping costs you have to pay for the product from your supplier to Amazon. So it's not without risk. Certainly most of us aren't used to trying to deal with... Um, offshore suppliers and things like that so i'm sure there's a learning curve i'm sure it's not easy otherwise everybody would be doing it but from the sounds of it if you hit the right product and you're dedicated and you have some time to do this this is definitely some some place you can make money and um it seems like based on the amount of effort that you would put in the amount of potential reward you could get out of it seems pretty decent. So I know this is becoming more and more popular. The more podcasts talk about it, there's going to be more competition. But I still think it's something that I am going to try to pursue. I have an upcoming vacation in uh, three weeks that uh, we'll be going on an Alaska cruise, which is off on a tangent here. But I'm planning to try to research products between now and then. And then when I get back from that vacation, if uh, I do find products that I think would be viable, I plan to actually try to implement some of this after that. So within the next, it's going to be at least a month before I were to uh, actually get out there and start this, but it's definitely something I'm going to pursue. And if I do do anything along these lines, I will definitely detail it here on the site. And I wanted to kind of throw it out to you guys. I know uh, Marcus is one that I've interacted through the uh, social comment rotator that I mentioned in the last uh, podcast. And he said he's been selling some products through Amazon, mostly on a personal basis. And he has some experience and pointed to me, pointed me to some resources in a book about uh, how to do that sort of thing. So I appreciate that. And uh, I figure a lot of you guys out there may have... Uh, experience selling products maybe it's ebay or amazon but uh, specifically curious if any of you have tried the fulfill by amazon program if you have definitely let me know let us know in the show notes send me an email chris at nichelightools.com and i'd like to hear your experience pros cons the things you you know try that didn't work some things that worked whether or not you're still doing it whether or not it wasn't working for you i'd really like to hear from you guys um, and try to get a discussion going so I would really appreciate that, and um, that was pretty much, as far as actual content this week, what I wanted to go into, but I did want to mention a tip for you guys at the end here, and this was something I heard on Mark Mason's, on one of his most recent podcasts, and uh, he's going through the Rankings Institute, which is a pilot program from Andrew Hansen. He's the one that created the Forever Affiliate Program, and he's branched out to create this Rankings Institute program or um, training program. And what they're going to be doing is launching or reopening this to the public, I think, in the future. And it's a way to get your rankings quicker and uh, potentially better. 
and it's kind of a supplement to the Forever Affiliate Program and a way to accelerate your rankings. And again, this is nothing that I'm involved with, not an affiliate, but Mark uh, being one of the primary affiliates for Andrew and being good friends with him, he was one of the guys that got the ability to go through and test the Rankings Institute. So he's going through it now. And one of the tips that uh, they had in the program that he was able to share is checking your site for broken links. And he was saying that that's basically something you're going to want to do because you may not necessarily get a Google penalty for your rankings, but it's something um, it's something that's kind of like a, a an anchor that's kind of holding you back. And if you can fix a couple of issues like broken links on your site, basically allows you to drop that anchor and accelerate your progress where it may not necessarily be providing a huge penalty but that's one of the factors that go into Google's rankings and it's a real quick and easy way to check your site and uh, based on his suggestion I did uh, Google search for broken link checker and uh, clicked on the primary one that was listed there and I plugged in my site and on my site I had five broken links so that was not not very many but still something I wasn't aware of and in my case it wasn't actually any links that I had put manually on my site or anything that I had created, you know, links internally or anything. But in my case, two of them were comments that people had left on my site. And when you leave a comment, your name links to your URL if you leave your website name when you leave a comment. And that particular person's site no longer existed. So basically all I had to do was go into my comment system, remove the link to that person's website, and that fixed those. There was a couple of other external links or articles that I linked to that were no longer uh, working. They're broken links, so I removed those and any reference to them. So it was real quick and easy. It took me about 15, 20 minutes at the most to just plug my site in there. It goes through and checks your full site for broken links, and then you can go into the individual posts or comments and fix that. And... Um, if you're somebody like a Pat Flynn or somebody like that that has thousands and thousands and thousands of comments, I'm sure it's a bigger issue potentially. So it may be difficult to clean up your entire site if that's the case. But for me, you know, it was a very small amount of broken links. And I checked uh, some of my other sites, my affiliate sites and things like that. And they had similarly like two to three broken links. So it was a real quick and easy thing to do. Um, it's not something where you're going to go from ranking 30th to first because you fix your broken links, but it, uh, it may over time, you know, just be one of those factors that, uh, separates you from somebody else. If they have a bunch of broken links on their site, you're providing a better user experience because customers are not finding broken links on your site. So it's a better experience for your customer, which is exactly what Google's looking for. So that's just one quick suggestion here towards the end, and uh, that should wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this particular episode, and I hope you enjoy every episode. But uh, also, if you have any particular topics or ideas that you would like covered on the podcast and a blog post, or you just have any questions, as always, please leave a comment in the uh, show notes or send me an email to chris at nichesitetools.com, and I would be glad to answer them. And if you're not yet an email subscriber, I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, and you can plug in your email address. It's a spam-free zone, and you will instantly receive my free e-guide on keyword brainstorming, which will help you come up with topics to write about or potentially help you come up with uh, affiliate products to promote or things like that. 
and uh, additionally you, you'll receive emails anytime a new post update comes out and things like that but uh, I can assure you you will not receive any spam and your email address will remain 100% private and if you do subscribe thanks ahead of time and of course you'll get a really cool shout out at the beginning of the episode thanks for listening and we'll catch you again in the next episode bye bye